Astrology is a language that communicates how the planets and stars influence life on Earth. I'm Scott Tajarian. I'm an interpreter of this language. Join me and my co-host Ingrid Iverson, who helps bring an even more practical look at this astral language. The Weekly Transit is here to bring clarity to the chaos, so you can ride the planetary waves instead of the planets riding you. The Weekly Transit. Hello, Ingrid. What is happening? What is happening? (laughs) (laughs) Are we still in Mercury retrograde? Is it over yet? It's never over. It never (laughs) ends. We're still in Mercury retrograde. Yes, it goes until June 22nd. So the big message that I'm getting from so many people is, I feel like I'm in limbo so much limbo, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am in literal limbo. Yes. I'm in the in-between. I had a client say that to me today. Uh, my lady said that to me today. You're saying that to me today. I, and I just keep reminding everyone that Mercury retrograde, especially in Gemini, which is the twins, indecisive. You know? <laughs> so it's meant to be in limbo, just If you're getting some of the uncomfy feelings that you get of being in limbo, then what is that? Pay attention to those feelings. What is it about being in limbo that makes you uncomfortable? Part of being in limbo is just being alive. We can't always be in one space or the next space. There's always going to be the in-between, the transition. And that's probably going to be half of the time we're in transition. Mm -hmm. That's just part of the cycle. Or I guess a third of the time. What is it like? Life, death, rebirth. I mean, it's a part of life. Transition is a part of life. We were talking about last time, like the different elements and how we move through those cycles, right? Or no, the different modalities. The different modalities. And how they move through the cycles. fixed, mutable. So a third of the time, you're mutating the mutable, which is shifting. Really, only a third of the time, you are stable. That's the fixed energy. The other two thirds, you're either moving out or moving in. Okay. So we need to get comfortable with being in the uncomfortable, the, yeah. tra- the transition period. And we're moving out. The next part of the season will be moving in. This Ooh, is the- So this is like so perfect because both me and Scott are in transition of moving our residences. <laughs> yes. S- Scott's moving in with his lady and I am moving out of my situationship with all of my friends over here. So Yes. So Moving out. Which is very uncomfortable. It's exciting, but also scary mm-hmm. and uncertain. Yes. And a lot of feelings come along with moving. Totally. Totally. I mean, it's it's a mixed bag of feelings. Yeah. Like, I'm excited to be moving in with my lady. I'm excited about where we're living. I'm also sad about where I'm leaving. Sad. The place that I've been. The only place that I've lived in longer than the place where I currently live was the home where I grew up. It's very intense. Yeah. Did a lot of transformation, a lot of healing and transforming in this place, which will now be my old place. And so it's sad to see that go. At the same time, I'm very excited about where I'm going to and who I'm going to be living with. So you were telling me this last week and I hadn't even considered 
that you could be sad to leave your old place. I was just like, oh, you're so excited to move in with her. And I realized like, I like look up to you and you're always so stable and grounded and always have your shit together. And I'm just like, oh, it's so cool to know that we all have these emotions about the different cycles in our life. Like it is sad when we move into a new cycle, even though there is like excitement and happiness and celebration that goes along with it. Also, it's like we do have to grieve the loss of our old life. And yeah, that's scary. And it can be very uncomfortable. It can be. It can be very uncomfortable. It's it's a risk. It's a leap of faith. You can be excited about it but then also sad. Yeah. We're going through like opposites. You're moving in with your lady and I'm moving out of um, like a past partner's place, but we've been separated, but we've been living together for 10 years. Totally. You're going from living with... And a community over here too. Yes. You're going from living with people to living by yourself. I'm going from living by myself to living with someone else. Mm -hmm. So we're like two ships passing or something. Yeah. <laughs> Some retrograde shit over here. Uh-oh. Hopefully the move will be when the retrograde has passed though. Oh no, it's already happened. Is it already happening? It's already happening. <laughs> You're in yeah. It's too late for that. I we, we did this during the retrograde. <laughs> but you know, this was something that was already on our plates. This is you true. Know, this isn't like you just decided this. I didn't just decide this. This is something we've been talking about for months. The retrograde is a period to clear your plate, you okay. know? And so this is something <laughs> that has been on your plate. Mm -hmm. So yes, the energy is moving us through the limbo phase mm -hmm. and eventually the limbo phase will be gone and the new routine will start. And when you just think about like the seasons too, this week, the sun moves in to cancer. So this is the last section of spring or fall for my friends in the Southern Hemisphere that I know listen to this podcast. I'm so grateful for you. So it's the end of the season. The end of the season is the limbo. It's like, it's not quite spring anymore. It's not quite summer or it's not quite fall. It's not quite winter, whatever it may be. You're shifting out of the old and into the new you're you're like in this in between so it's a perfect time for rebirth yes it's a perfect time for moving the end of the season it's the end of the season it's the end of the season of the weather it's an end of the season of your life it's the end <laughs> of the season of the place where you lived and the start of the new season of the place where you're going to live amazing yes divine timing divine yes <laughs> All in divine timing. Should we move into the week? Let's move into the week. So it's the week of June 14th to the 20th. June 14th to the 20th. On Monday, June 14th. I mean, it's it's just like a mouthful. Like when, you, when you're thinking about clearing your plate, I'm just looking at oh what God. I drew here. <laughs> oh my God, I'm so scared. <laughs> and it's a full plate. You okay. Know? We're looking at, I'm looking at five planetary pieces here. We've got the moon. Our emotions. Emotions. We've got Mars. The god of war. The god of war. Planet yes. of action. Yes. Planet of action. We've got Saturn. Restriction. Restriction. Responsibility. Responsibility. I'm trying to do the two sides of the coin because yeah, sometimes that. I, I tend I to focus that. on the negative. Yes. Do two sides. Do the two sides. So like Mars is action or aggression. Saturn is restriction or responsibility. Jupiter. Expansion or I don't know what the other one is. Overindulgence. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it can be 
abundance or overindulgence. Okay. That's how I look at that one. And then Uranus. Revolution. Or. Or rebellion. Rebellion. Yeah. There's a different nuance to each of those. So we've got the moon, which is the emotions. And the emotions can be excitement or super depressed. <laughs> and then. Well, I don't know why I'm laughing at the depressed part. Because <laughs> 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 <you, laughs> I'm really depressed. Because <laughs> you know all about it. <laughs> It's the only way out is through, through laughing. Yes, exactly. Oh, I love that. Um, So the moon is in Leo with Mars in Leo. So Leo. That's intense. Sovereignty. So it's about emotional sovereignty, acting with sovereignty, acting as the queen or the king, expressing your emotions like the king or the queen, very dramatically bringing the attention to you. I think it can be dramatic, not so much in like a negative light, but a like fully expressing yourself and your emotions and letting everyone see it. A hundred percent. It's not like, well, no, you know, like a little kid, you can be like that, which is not necessarily the good kind of drama for an adult to have. But more of like a commanding attention. Commanding attention. Commanding attention. I deserve to be seen and heard. Yes. Everyone I know who was born with the moon in Leo. So if you're Having a child today, that's your child, is being born with the moon in Leo. Everyone I know who is born with the moon in Leo, they have great posture. Leo rules the heart. The heart is where we keep our emotions. And they stand just naturally erect, you know, with like their shoulders back, their chest pushed forward, but not like in an arrogant way. It just, it's very, they have very strong posture. So this is something that the planets are giving all of us on this day is the ability to stand up straight and to say, this is how I feel. Now, at the same time, the moon is opposing Saturn, the authority. So when you stand up to the authority, you better do it straight. Don't slump your shoulders forward. Oh, can I just do this, please? No, this is what I'm commanding that I want. Yeah, no one's going to listen to you if you come in, like, looking all meek. Mm-mm. You got to be the lion. Yes, be the lion. So the king. the king, Saturn in Aquarius, the sign of the community, the group, the club, the organization, the social network or cause. Express your emotions confidently with a bit of flair of the dramatic in just showing your confidence, commanding that attention, like you said, Ingrid when you are expressing your emotions in the community so that the authority understands. You're serious. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not fucking around. <laughs> Listen exactly, up, bitch. Exactly. Yes. Now. So tomorrow's going to be shitty because we've, we've, <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> we've made ourselves known. So here's the thing. The moon is opposing Saturn. Meantime, this alignment. That, that I've been talking about, I talked about it at length last week, between the planet of restriction, Saturn, and the planet of rebellion, Uranus. Those two are still squaring off. Restriction and rebellion squaring off. Restriction is in the community. Rebellion is in security. Oh my gosh. I don't know if we should talk about this on here, but there's some shit going down. What? In the the vaccines, Dr. Fauci, everything is going insane. There's all these conspiracies, but then now it's coming out that this 
iconic doctor who's supposed to know everything and give us all the answers is kind of falling from grace. Who's that? Dr. Fauci. Oh, I didn't realize he was an iconic doctor. Well, I thought he I was never, like a... I never... I always thought he was a piece of shit. <laughs> but, but now it's coming out that he is. <laughs> well, I, I mean, to me, he's like a... A pawn. He's a figurehead in the government that reports what these medical organizations want, want the public him to. to hear. So... I don't know. But now in the community, it's kind of coming out. And now there's like this rebellion happening along with like the responsibility. It's definitely squaring off in the public eye, at least. Well, this is emotional sovereignty squaring off with material rebellion, squaring off with restriction in the community, opposing emotional sovereignty. It's making this triangle, so to speak where the moon and Saturn are opposing each other and they're both squaring off with Uranus. So things are going to go down. I don't know exactly what's going down, but... Something's um, going down. Something's going down. Uh, But, you know, rather than hone in on, like, the bigger picture, I think it's more important to really think about you Mm -hmm. and your life and are you commanding respect for what you're feeling in relation to the group the community, and what it is you need to feel secure materially. Energy needs to move. It needs to shift. This is one of those days where it's going to be very uncomfortable to move the energy. For ourselves to move it, or people are going to be uncomfortable with receiving what we're moving? Both. Okay. I mean, I think that's what makes it uncomfortable when you want to move something and somebody's like, no, no. you're not moving that. <laughs> well, it's going to be uncomfortable then, right? Yeah, bitch, I yeah. am moving it because this is the day. <laughs> so fucking move. Yes. Out of my way. Yes. So either way, on both sides, it's uncomfortable. Now, giving a little bit of that push to help it move is Mars. Action. Which is, yes, action, a little aggression, bit of aggression, yeah, conflict. Yes. Sometimes we need conflict. Exactly. Everyone wants to avoid it, but it's like we're getting pushed for a reason. And if we don't act on it, it's going to get Stuck. pushed further and further until you explode. So like, listen, listen to what's happening and you'd rather get pushed than shoved. So mm-hmm. take the push today. Yes. Well, there's going to be the push today because the God of war is aligning with the God of thunder, Jupiter. So the God of Thunder is in Pisces, the sign that it rules, which is the unconscious. So expanding your unconscious and taking action based on what your unconscious is telling you. What is going on deep within you? And are you holding yourself back from moving forward? If so, why? What within your unconscious is causing you to restrain yourself? Fear. Fear. What is the lion fear, though? Nothing. Exactly. (laughs) So this is a day to overcome your fears and push forward. Push that energy forward. Tuesday, June 15th. What we're looking at is because you pushed... We get rewarded. Yes. Yes. Because the moon is aligning with the sun in Gemini. So the sun is the giver of light, life, and vitality in the sign of communication and the conscious, which is an air sign. The moon in Leo, fire, fire raises the air, air fuels fire. So now the emotions are, they're flowing, they're moving through because you pushed through that uncomfortable 
block yesterday. Now there's like a clear flow. It's like now you can breathe again. So how can you communicate your emotions from a place of sovereignty? What are the questions that you want to ask the people around you from a place of sovereignty? I think it starts with asking yourself what it is you need to be communicating so you can feel free and then asking that of the people around you as well. Like, is there anything you've been wanting to talk about? You know, maybe I shared something yesterday that was really bothering me. Is there anything that you need to share with me so we can both be like in the clear? Okay, cool. Or how did it make you feel when I expressed this yesterday? Yeah. What do you want to know about what my experience was? You know, rather than saying, was there anything that I want to share? I mean, that's nice. Cool. I appreciate that you want to know how I feel or you want me to share my experience a little bit, but even more so, I want you to be specific about what you want to know about me. Does that make sense? Um, I mean, it still feels a little bit vague. Can you be more specific? (laughs) Yeah. So, so you reacted this way yesterday when I was trying to push you, Mm -hmm. you reacted this way. Why? Why did you try to push back on me? Why didn't you let me just express myself? I did. Oh no, but I was being you. Oh. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Why couldn't I just let you express yourself? Yeah, why couldn't you? I don't know, because yesterday I wanted to be emotionally sovereign as well, and I just wanted... To, I don't know. <laughs> okay. This is well. this is a hard role play, but <laughs> I think we get it, though. Okay. I think we got it. Although I've confused myself. Good. Excellent. Well, let's move on to Wednesday, June 16th. The sun in Gemini now aligns with Pluto, the planet of transformation, the god of death and rebirth. In Capricorn, the sign that represents authority and achievement. So because you're expressing your emotions from a place of sovereignty, because you're willing to ask the questions of the people around you from a place of sovereignty, that comes from a place that I want answers. So I'm going to ask you very specific questions. So I know that I gave a vague sort of example because I couldn't think of a real direct question. But in the moment, if we're talking about something specific, you're going to know what that question is. What is the question within you that you're afraid to ask? Mm, (laughs) That's always what it is. That's the question you need to ask. Yes. So now you're doing that from a place of true authority and how you communicate to the authority. You know, part of the frustration about the whole virus and all that stuff is like, let's get some answers. Like, yeah. where did this virus come from? How did it get started? Like, don't what is people, people want to know this? Like, millions of people died. So if millions of people died, shouldn't we find out exactly how this thing started? Mm-hmm. Isn't that the most important question? It's the most important question that needs to be answered. How did this virus start? How come that question isn't being answered? Every single person in a position of power should be wanting to to know they're culpable in answering that question. The people are the ones that want to know, right? We want to know how did this happen? You, the person in power, you need to tell me how this happened. They already know. And they need to say, but we need the people to ask. We got to put the pressure on the people in authority to 
come with the answers. Because the truth is, at least in the United States, the people that are in authority, theoretically saying, they work for us. So if somebody works for you and something they've been charged to do goes awry, they need to be responsible. Exactly. They need to come up with a clear answer. They need to take responsibility for what happened because you're in charge to keep us safe. And if you're not, then you got to be replaced. Plain and simple. Thursday, June 17th, the sun in Gemini. Still third day in a row with the sun before it moves on. This is the last big alignment that it makes. And it makes a square with the moon, which is now moved into Virgo. So Virgo is mutable earth. Gemini is mutable air, both mutable, strong alignment. Earth and air don't mix. That creates... Uncomfy. Uncomfy. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So now could be like the repercussion with the emotions in some way, you know, because when you start asking people questions, very specific questions, they need to come back with specific answers. They might get defensive. They might get defensive. They might try to criticize you in some way. Well, I don't like that question. Well, you you don't understand. You're you know it's complicated. No, no, no. You know the moon has moved into Virgo. Virgo is about the details. So the emotions have gone from that expressive Leo energy to okay. Now we've expressed ourselves. Now let's get down to the details. Like why do we feel this way? And it can be very critical. Very critical. So that can add to the discomfort. Yes. When you're looking at the details, it's like, no, I see there's dust there still. You need, you missed a spot. And I want to know why that dust is there. Exactly. So there's an uncomfortability with this, with one side wanting to keep it light and airy, Gemini. And Virgo coming in. Virgo, like, no, no, no. We've got to focus on the details. Both are ruled by Mercury. So it's about communicating. Yes, it's about communicating. That's what Mercury is all about. Mercury in Gemini is about, it's about learning a little bit about a lot, connecting with a lot of people, asking a lot of questions. But Virgo is about the details of the answer. It's about honing in on one thing. Now, we've got to really make sure every dot was crossed and I was teed Mercury retrograde at its finest. Yes. Friday, June 18th. Mars, back again in Leo, the planet of action and aggression and the sign of sovereignty, aligns with the moon, which has now moved on into Libra. So the planet of emotions in the sign of fairness, equality, relationships. This seems very soothing from all the stuff that's happened this week. Yes, it's a fire-air connection. So this is, this is an alignment that's very supportive. It's supportive in taking action in your relationships, expressing your emotions in relationships, acting from a place of sovereignty in your relationships. Now that you've expressed whatever you've been holding back, and kind of push through that energy. Now you're getting to like live it. You don't have to talk about it so much. You can now like just do whatever the thing is that you need to be doing. That's it. You nailed it. Wow. Thank you, Ingrid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sums it up right there. Totally. Okay. So now Saturday, June 19th, things get more complex, but still supportive. 
because the moon continues through Libra and it continues connecting to other planets. Saturday, June 19th, the moon is going to connect to three planets that are connecting with each other. It's going to connect with Saturn. Restriction and responsibility. Yes. That is also connecting to Uranus. Revolution or rebellion. Yes. And then it's connecting to Chiron as well. The wounded healer. The wounded healer. And Chiron is also connecting to Saturn. So all this is like intertwined and where like you're thinking about relationships, your relationship to the authority, your relationship to yourself as an authority, expressing your emotions and how this connects to the wound to your self-confidence. In order to be in that relationship, like you were just talking about, where it's like, okay, this is the flow that I want in my relationship. In order to be in that place, you have to heal the wound to your self-confidence. Why? Because self-confidence is rooted in self-love. And if you don't love yourself, you can't be confident. And you won't be loved by someone else. Because if you don't love you, how can anyone else love you? Self-confidence is rooted in self-love. And when you love yourself, you attract other people to you that are going to reflect the love that you have for yourself. And so this is what builds the confidence to express your emotions to the authority. This isn't right. And we need to make it right. We need to balance the scales. The scales are out of whack. And in order to balance the scales, you need to press your thumb down on one of the sides and say, this is what I want. And if we don't speak up for ourselves, we're never going to get what we want. No. And it's not even necessarily that I don't want to give you what you want. It's like, I didn't know you wanted that. So ask and we shall receive. Yes. What a lesson. It's like, I didn't know you wanted that. Well, I was afraid to ask you because I'm insecure, because I have a wound to my self-confidence. I was afraid that if I asked you, you wouldn't want to give me that or you wouldn't want to be in relationship with me. So claiming your self-confidence gives you the ability to ask so that you can receive. And then if you don't receive it, then you can be the one to leave that relationship. (laughs) And then you have the power still. Yeah. Right? If you don't ask for what you want, you're not going to get it. But you might get it and it might be awesome. Mm -hmm. But if you don't get it, then you're never going to be happy and it's going to dissolve itself anyways. Yes. So showing up, even when it's uncomfortable to ask for what you need, what you want, what you envision for the future, you have to ask for it. Yes. Even even when you're scared. Even when you're scared, especially when you're scared, right? That's what you're going to say too. Yeah. It's like, (laughs) are we asking the question, the most uncomfortable question? Are we able to show up and ask it anyways? That's what's going to heal the wound to our self-confidence. And that's also what's going to heal our relationships. The more we're able to express ourselves in relationship, whether it's reciprocated or not, is going to build your confidence. When someone doesn't want to reciprocate what you're asking of them, then it's not a good fit. I think you, you, you've you just articulated so perfectly, like the buildup of the week, how this is why asking those questions in the beginning of the week is so important. Because if you're afraid to ask a question, then how are you going to get what it is you need or you want? And it's like, where is that fear coming from? It's like that trigger, like the attention to... Pay attention to the tension. Yeah, yeah. It's that tension is the thing that you don't want to say. Mm-hmm. Why don't you want to say it? What are you scared of? Yep. Why do you need to say the thing that you're scared of? Yes. To get what you want. Yes. <laughs> to get an answer. Wow. I'm loving this. This is fun. Sunday, 
June 20th. So two planets we're looking at today, both are doing their own thing. There's... <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> they're, well, always, I mean they're... <laughs> they're always pushing or pulling us somewhere. These ones are just floating around. <laughs> well, I mean, they're not quite... Con- I mean, they are connecting with each other, but that's not why I brought them in here. I brought them in... We'll talk about the, the connection between the two in next week's episode. But there's the sun which today moves into Cancer, where it will be until July 22nd. So the sun moves into Cancer today, June 20th, and is there in Cancer until July 22nd. So when the sun is in Cancer, it's bringing its light, life, and vitality to Cancer. Oh, is this also the summer solstice? Yes, it's the beginning of summer, or winter, for the (laughs) friends in the Southern Hemisphere. So... So moving into cancer, that's our roots, our home, our, like where our psychological baggage came from. Yeah. Yeah. A reflection of the past. Yes. So when I think of cancer and again, like in order to understand any sign, you want to ask yourself four questions. If you know the answer to these four questions and you have a clear understanding of the nature of the sign. Ooh, what are the questions? I don't know them. I've told you them before. Uh, maybe but I do that's another okay, one. <laughs> Ingrid. I love that you love this. This is so fun. Okay, so the first question is, what is the element? Uh, water. Yes. And water is what? What is water to you, Ingrid? It's healing and nurturing. Healing and nurturing, yes. Emotional. It's emotional. Yes, the waves can get big and angry, but then it can also be very soothing. Water can nourish you by drinking it. Or it can drown you. That's what water is. Water is more introverted than extroverted because water is something where you are initiating the touch more so than water initiating the touch with you. Question number two. What is the modality? Mutable? Uh, wait, okay, so if it's water... Wait a second, wait a second. The modality is determined by the time of the season the sun is transiting through that sign. So, so summer. it's the beginning of summer. The signs that occur when the sun is transiting at the beginning are what? Oh, so it's a cardinal sign because it's moving into a new season. Cardinal, yes. Cardinal, leadership, cardinal. These are the signs that are great at starting, but more challenged with completing. So this is about the beginning. These are the starter signs. These are the signs that lead us into the new season. Okay, and then we're going to get to the other two questions. You'll see how they tie together. Number three, what? Is the planetary ruler of cancer? The moon. Yes, exactly. The moon, you can see the moon in the sky because it is... A reflection of the sun. Yes. Therefore, the light that's emanating off of the moon is literally past light. Therefore, the moon represents your past, your upbringing, your childhood, your ancestral line, your ancestral roots, your family lineage. This is why cancer and the moon represent your past. Number four, what is the symbol of cancer? The moon? The moon is the planetary ruler of cancer. The symbol is something else. Oh, the crab. The crab, yes. And the crab is that goofy sideways walking creature with a hard outer shell and a soft inner core that lives by the beach and is very determined, as all cardinal signs are, they're all determined. But the crab is very determined to get to where it needs to go in order to continue its family lineage. So this is why cancer represents the home and the ones who nurtured you. 
So that's the attention that the son is bringing to cancer right now. It's, it's bringing the attention to the family, the home, your roots, moving into a new home, perhaps. Ew. Yes. Making sure that your home environment is exactly the way that you want it to be so that you feel emotionally secure. This is what the sun in cancer is about. It's about, it's supporting you in creating a home environment for yourself, whether you're moving into a new place or you're just in the place where you've always been so that you feel comfortable there, so that you feel safe and secure. And really think about the nature of your home and how it reflects the home where you grew up, where you were raised. So I think the the big question for the son in cancer is, what is your relationship to your upbringing? your childhood, your roots, the ones who raised and nurtured you, and how is that reflecting in your home life? There is a second planet, second planetary piece, Jupiter. Expansion. 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 Abundance. Overindulgence. Oh yeah, that was the other one I was trying to remember. Yes. Jupiter begins its retrograde course. What? Yes. What do you mean? I thought we were already in retrograde. Well, that's Mercury. Oh, wait, Jupiter. Sorry. Jupiter. Okay. <laughs> I was like, double retrograde? Yes, double retrograde. Oh, no, we are. We're having Mercury and Jupiter in retrograde. Yes. Okay. Yes. So Jupiter is beginning its retrograde course. It's going to retrograde all the way back out of Pisces, back into Aquarius. The community. The community. So maybe we're... Well, if Jupiter's expansion, if it's retrograde, does that mean it's like shrinking? <laughs> I don't know. If that... It's going to give us an expanded re- look back at like where, you know, maybe there, there could be a reversal of luck. Maybe something good happened and now it's like getting reversed. I mean, there is that possibility. No, that is not a possibility. <laughs> I look at it as everything I look at is like checking your work. So the planet of expansion has been expanding our unconscious. And so think about it this way too. Like Jupiter's at two degrees in Pisces. So look in your astrological code and see what is at two degrees. If there is a planet at two degrees in a water or earth sign or a mutable sign, which would be Gemini and Sagittarius, then Jupiter is connecting to those points. Do you have something at two? No, but I have something at four. So four. Not too far. It's not too far, but it's going to be moving away from that. So, oh, it has okay. a, so it's not as effective then. Not as much. I mean, you might be feeling it a little bit, but yeah, if you have something at one or zero and then 29 all the way back to 22, because it's going to go back to 22 degrees. Well, first of all, it goes, it moves back into Aquarius on July 28th. It's retrograde all the way until October 17th. So July 28th is when it moves back into Aquarius. And then October 17th is when it begins moving forward. By the time we get to October 17th, Jupiter is going to be back at 22 degrees in Aquarius. So anything from two degrees in Pisces and then scrolling all the way back to 22 degrees in Aquarius. Once it moves into Aquarius, we want to be looking at key astrological points or planets between 22 and 29 degrees in Aquarius, any of the air signs, which are Libra and Gemini in Aquarius, 
or the fire signs, which are Aries, Leo, Sagittarius, or the fixed signs, which include Taurus and Scorpio. So if there's something connecting to that, then maybe there's a reversal of luck in that way, or you are being asked to take an expanded look at something. For instance, if it's connecting to Venus, you're, you're being asked to take an expanded look at your relationships. If it's connecting to Chiron, expanded look at the wound. So it's all these different possibilities. Uh, but just generally speaking... Well, the retrograde always wants us to revisit some things. So exactly. it's always like the planets are always the two steps forward, one step back. Exactly. So we step back and we revisit. Since it's Jupiter, it's an expanded look at whatever we've already been through. We just went through it and now it's coming back around again. Like you need to take a deeper look. There's something else more to learn here. That's it. That's it. So it's like the experiences that you had a few months ago might be coming back again between now and October 17th. And then you'll experience them again in a different way <laughs> when it moves forward. So you get to revisit them in retrograde. And then it's like you get this test again where you're like, okay, I've learned my lesson in the retrograde. And now I get to revisit it and react differently to whatever this issue is that I have like now taken a deeper, deeper look. It's like, yes, exactly. It's like three levels of healing. The first level is when it moves forward through it. The Your second, first test. The first test. And then the second one is when it moves back. The retrograde. The retrograde. And then the third is when it moves forward again, back where it's already been two times before. And if you've been working with the energy, then that third test is almost just like, it feels like a quiz. You're just like, okay, I got this. I got yes. this. I already know what to do. I did it once and then I revisited it. And now I'm like, I'm in practice and I can deal with it now. Totally. A quiz. Exactly. Make it a pop quiz. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, this, please. This is like five minutes. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. I got this. Cool. All right, Ingrid. Well, that's all I got for you this week. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yes. Thank uh, you, Scott. You're welcome. I'll see you next week. i see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Weekly Transit. Follow us on Instagram for daily updates about the planetary alignments and how to work with the energy. If this podcast is helping you navigate life more gracefully, please subscribe, rate us five stars, and share with your friends. If you're ready to go deeper, book a personal reading with Scott or sign up for his new moon full moon class at theweeklytransit.com. The Weekly Transit. 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 Transit.